Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer turned freelancer and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Design Diaries. Um, first of all, I need to address the fact that my voice sounds horrible. Um, unfortunately, I had a cold and then I got over the cold, but I didn't do a good enough job of getting over the cold. So I have some unfortunate aftermath going on in my vocal cords. So if this bothers you, I'm super sorry, but we're just going to go ahead and keep trucking on because I have a very, um, difficult slash omnipresent topic to discuss today and that is ending a project early. I have had a couple of experiences with having to end projects early on both the service provider side and also as a client working with other creatives and I think it's something that is really difficult to go through and I have a couple of tips for how to go about it in the best way in terms of initiating it but also receiving it and how to get past it move forward without it kind of ruining your mental space. So the first thing I have to say is ending a project early is not necessarily a bad thing inherently. And what I mean by that is I know that we sometimes get in our heads about needing to always make our clients happier, needing to always um, be good and on on target with like what we do. But it's kind of like dating in terms of client project um, service provider matchup and not all um, good dates, good first dates end up being good relationships, if that makes sense. So just because you had a good consultation call, you booked a project with a client, you thought it was a good fit, it isn't your fault if it ends up not being the right fit, if that makes sense. Um, it's nobody's fault, just like how you go on a first date with somebody and you think it's really great, and then a couple dates later you realize perhaps this is just not compatible, that's fine. I think it's more of an issue when you try and push the relationship to go further than um, it needs to be once you've realized already that there is some incompatibility. So in my opinion, I think it's usually better to end a project as soon as you know that things probably aren't going to be aligned from then on because otherwise you're just wasting your own time, wasting your client's time and also their money. Um, If you try and just revise, revise, or you try and push past those um, gaps in your visions because ultimately that conflict in the beginning doesn't usually get resolved fully and it kind of trickles down to the rest of the project and usually the end product isn't as nice or seamless as it would be if they had just worked with somebody new that maybe might match them a bit better and so my my purpose with saying all of that is I think we should remove a lot of the stigma or a lot of the negative connotations that come with, you know, ending a project early. Obviously, it's not great. Obviously, the preferred outcome is that we finish the project and the clients loves it and they are super happy. But if we're talking realistically, that's not always going to happen. Just like how, you know, preferred is that we go on a date, we fall in love and then boom, happily ever after. But it doesn't always happen like that. And the more that we can kind of face reality and make these realistic situations less of a stigma, less of like a big, huge deal, the easier it is for all of us, I think, within the community to start dealing with this very 
um, recurring issue in a more um, contained manner, in a way that doesn't really affect us as emotionally as at least it affected me. So with that said, I think there are a couple of things that I do to one, recognize that a project needs to end early, and two, to get that termination conversation started. So one, usually I can recognize once things are not really gelling. After I send the first draft, I would say, um, once I send the first draft and I kind of see that their feedback or the things that they're saying or the reaction to the first draft is pretty um, severe in the sense that like maybe they really did not expect at all the end product. If the edits that they want are basically like a whole new concept, if the edits that they're asking for are, I guess, super off base from something that we talked about or that I can do personally, or if I can't envision myself doing the edits that they ask for. Um, that's usually the, the first kind of flag for me to when we take a look at the whole and see if maybe what they're saying is something that I personally don't want to or cannot deliver. Because that's, you know, that's when you reach an impasse and you're like, okay, well, in that case, you want something that I don't want to do. Therefore, um, you know, there's not really anything that we can do to compromise without the other person, without somebody doing something that they don't want, which we definitely want to avoid, especially in a case where there's people's um, emotions and also work and money involved. So that's usually where it comes up for me, but also it can happen, you know, if you're having a difficult um, time working with the client themselves, like if there's some personal issues. Also, if, um, you know, for example, there are just some guidelines or boundaries being crossed or um, things like that. There are a number of reasons, but the number one thing for me whenever I have had to terminate a project early, it's usually because of a um, creative situation rather than from a sort of conflict-ridden situation, which I'm very thankful for. And the way that I go about this conversation is usually whenever they send me that feedback, whenever I first get their responses that kind of trigger me to to think critically about the situation. Um, sometimes I don't always jump to terminating early, but I do bring it up in conversation um, just to talk through with my client to see what their thoughts are. Um, very rarely am I like, oh, it's over. Um, like, no, like, the project is done, unless the client is being, like, really, really out of pocket. Um, but usually it's a conversation that I like to bring up, and I, I say, so I'm looking at the edits that you sent back or I'm looking at your responses to the work and to me it appears like we actually are very misaligned in terms of vision or creatively it kind of seems like we are at a like disjuncture and it's unclear to me if that's something that we can kind of come over or or get over because it seems like what you want is something that I can't provide or, or it's something that I personally am not comfortable doing or, um, you know, whatever the reason is, I try and be very mindful about not accusing them of anything, but also not trying to apologize. Um, I think it's important to just be very frank and be like, you know, your responses make me think X, Y, Z, which therefore make me consider, you know, should we end this project now for the sake of the project fee and also for our time so that way you can take the refunded amount or the remaining amount um, to hire somebody else and I can help you find someone who may be more 
aligned creatively than I thought we were. Um, and I think that's just the key. I think it's very important to um, talk with the person, not at the person, and also explain why, but not necessarily in a way that is targeted or defensive. I think it's really easy to go on the defensive or the offensive when it comes to these conversations, like whose fault it is. Um, and and that's never a good conversation to have. I think even if it is somebody's fault, I always think it's better professionally and also just emotionally for my mental space. If we just kind of like leave the state of things neutral, like nobody's fault, It's unless it really is somebody's fault and it's like egregious and okay, fine. But normally for a very just amiable project that just didn't end up panning out, that's what I do. Um, and, and this goes for the, for the client side, I will say. So I was, I've been a client for a couple of creative providers before, and I've had to cancel the project or terminate it midway, um, unfortunately. And I think as creatives, it's almost harder than being just a normal client to terminate a project early because you know what it's like and you, you're so cognizant of how the other creative is going to feel. You don't want them to feel at all, um, like you feel whenever that happens and so it can be really anxiety inducing to go through that um the thing that i will say is that creative to creative i think we can be more empathetic than normal and like the language that we can use can be a bit more intimate so for example instead of being like oh it seems like our visions are misaligned therefore you know i think it's kind of like as a creative to creative that kind of sounds um, vague, if that makes sense, considering that you guys are both very creative, um, and you both had visions that you thought were aligned in a more concrete way than maybe you had with a client. So I always like to be a bit more honest or a bit more, um, transparent with the creatives whenever I am terminating a project. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I'll say that, you know, I think that this part really wasn't working for me. Like I had envisioned this, um, and, you know, I don't want to make you have to completely change your style or completely change everything that you've done because I had a different vision than what you've created. And therefore, you know, for the sake of your time and also for my, for my budget, like, we should probably just terminate, but I respect you and your work. Um, and that's kind of, sorry, I'm like rambling a little bit, but I think the biggest thing I wanted to emphasize or communicate in this episode is that one transparency is huge i think as as whether you're a client or whether you are a creative working with another creative whether you're a creative breaking up with a client i think it's so important just to be very clear about um what what's going on how you're feeling um and what's going to happen next and it needs to happen pretty quickly like I think it's important that you know, don't drag it out. Obviously, don't be impulsive and just, you know, do it without thinking. But also, it's important that it's, you know, you're not dragging it out, you know, having it in your mind while you're doing revisions. And then you tell them at the end of the project, like, oh, you know, this isn't working. Because at that point, they're going to be pretty upset and you're going to have work wasted. And it's not a good situation for anybody. So I think transparency is huge. Um, I also think that um, neutrality is really important in terms of 
the language that you use, the way that you explain how events happened, um, and placing blame. I think you should try and be Switzerland. I think neutrality is really the best way to go about things in terms of just maintaining your headspace because as soon as you start throwing out, uh, or as soon as people start throwing out, it was because of this, or you said, or um, you asked for blah, 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 it, it kind of devolves into almost like a more personal attack. And at least for me, emotionally and mentally, I can't handle that kind of conversation. I need a forcefully peaceful and amiable conversation just for me mentally. And so I highly recommend keeping a neutral kind of tone and um, also trying to be empathetic slash sympathetic towards how the other person's feeling. And I know that's really hard to do when you yourself are quite disappointed in how events are turning out. But I think that if you consider, you know, one, it's really hard to be a business owner and know that you spent money and you trusted this person and it didn't work out. That's really disappointing. And they probably saved up money to, you know, work with you. And a chunk of that is now gone. Of course, they have to pay you for your work, but that's really disappointing. Um, and now they have to go and take a chance and hold the person. And, you know, it's going to be kind of nerve wracking because what if it doesn't work out again? And so that's that's something that they're feeling. But also, hopefully you can express or they can communicate with you in such a way where they understand where you're feeling about how um, you worked really hard on this. And it's really hard when you thought you nailed something and they come back and they're not really appreciating your work. And so I think whenever you're sitting into the shoes of the other person, the way that you communicate with them, the way that you approach the topic, the way that you um, just speak with them and handle the conflict will be much better because you are not necessarily seeing them in, as the villain or seeing them as, you know, the reason for XYZ. It's more about like two people who unfortunately got the short ends of the stick in the situation. You're just trying to repair the best way that you each respectively can. Um, another thing that I'll say is respect in terms of the work, time, and money is really important. I think those conversations can easily become very sensitive. And so when you're talking about, for example, money, like how much should I retain and how much should I refund you? Um, I think just being really respectful in every aspect of the word towards each other is going to help you a lot. So for example, um, if you are on the client side, being respectful, one, of all the time and effort that was put in creatively. So telling them, like, thank you for your work. Thank you for the time. And um, thank you for bringing up this, this up to me. Like, just being thankful, being respectful of everything they've done thus far. Um, and then also being respectful of what the client and the service provider's agreement is. So, for example, if you have a, a contract that says... Up to this percentage is how much you pay. It's important that you not necessarily argue too much with the client um, and service provider relationship um, side of things. I feel like I'm not making sense. Basically, it's like if, if you are a client, I think it's important that you respect what the service provider says you owe them, basically. And um, you can have a, a bit of back and forth in terms of like, can you clarify or, you know, this is, I feel like this is, you know, disproportionate to the amount of work that was done. But I think not, I don't really think a lot of clients like purposefully or actively try and overcharge for the work that was done. At least in my case, I actually usually undercharge because I want to give 
my clients back as much money as possible. So I usually don't even give them the exact amount um, that is owed or, or refunded. I usually give them m more if I can, but that's not a standard for everybody. But I think that creatives tend to give you a total like that genuinely reflects how much work was done. And I think trying to undercut that is pretty disrespectful. Um, but on both sides, I think that you know, as service providers, it's important that you be very transparent and very respectful too with how you are quoting and coming up with that number for how much they owe you or um, how much you get to keep and how much you refund them. It's really important that, you know, you are not taking necessarily more slices of the pie than you need, um, taking only what is appropriate for the amount of work that you've done. I think it's, all, all this boils down to just being good people and treating the other person with kindness and respect and um, being patient. So obviously I feel like these things feel quite obvious and like common sense, but I'm really hoping that this helps somebody out there going through something. Um, and the last thing that I'll leave you with is just to remember that this is normal it's something that happens with every single creative out there. I don't know a creative who hasn't had to end a project early at some point in their careers. Um, it doesn't mean that you're a bad creative. doesn't mean that you're not good at what you do. It doesn't mean that it was your fault because you booked them. Um, sometimes these things are just completely unavoidable. And that's okay. Like, um, the sky will still be up um, in the morning and... You know, life will go on. Your business will not fail because you had to end a project early. Um, and as long as you handle the situation in a like contained matter, it really shouldn't affect any of your future business. It really, no one probably will know about it. So that's probably that's a, that's great and that's ideal. Um, I know it's really hard in the moment, and let yourself sit in those emotions. Like they're valid. It's really hard thing to go through, but also don't let it like like intoxicate your mental space especially when it comes to your business because when, with me whenever that happens I always get these like imposter syndrome like thoughts like oh no like I am you know not hitting the mark on my projects lately or like you know clients aren't really going to work want to work with me if this is something like something that happens um but no that's just truly not the case and you know it's almost like a rite of passage as a creative for this sort of thing to happen um so please don't worry about it, and honestly, everything will work out the way that it's meant to, and probably your client will end up thanking you later for it once they work with somebody more suited to the project, they come out with something that they absolutely loved, they're going to come back and be like, okay, yeah, th that person made the right decision on my business's behalf by wanting to end the project early, and I appreciate them for that. Um, and so just think about that if you are getting anxious or getting um, a bit tense about the situation. Everything will work out. Even if there is some tension with relationships, everything will be resolved. And realistically, you don't have to talk to that person again if you don't want to. Um, so long story short, this is normal. You'll get through this and everything will be fine. Um, but you're also valid and it's difficult. But it's something that we all have to go through. Um, and if you ever need support, if you ever want to rant, please DM me. I love being an ear for people um, because you just need to vent sometimes. And sometimes only creatives really know 
what creatives are going through. So yeah, give me a, a little ping on Instagram if you ever need some support, either at my business profile or on the studio profile for the podcast. Um, and both of those are linked in the podcast bio. So thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.